welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bros Balls Bangers podcast. I am your host, Caleb Wilcox. It is a beautiful Tuesday evening. It is the Tuesday after Christmas, so it is December 26th. I am joined tonight by none other than your all's favorite co-host, Mr. Cody Davis. Yo, 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 or should I say, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas, fella. Uh, so good to be here. We're still on our normal schedule. Uh, oh, well. thing, you know, keeping it, keeping it real. Um, happy to be here, bro. What's up? How was Christmas? It was great. It was great. Uh, just got done. Had my dad's family Christmas from their side today. Nice. Um, so we are we're wrapped up with Christmas get-togethers and ready to bring in the new year. Man, um, sounds awesome. Uh, glad you guys had a good Christmas. Uh, myself had an amazing Christmas as well. Seeing all the family, of course, eating so much food, man. Holy cow. All the food. I don't know why, but this year just seems like that's all we did was eat food. Uh, nothing, you know, nothing to be mad about there, of course, but uh, all the desserts, man, just people going off like... Oh, Mace. Mace has been baking like a bacon fool, and it's been a problem. Yeah. I texted you today uh-huh. and, and told you, I was like, dude, my gut cannot handle this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Oh, man. I still have so much leftovers, too. I'm like, ugh, go away. Get out. Uh, but no, so, so great. Uh, Christmases were great. Um, what was your favorite gift that you received this Christmas? Um. Man, it's a a hard one. I I really loved a lot of what I got. Um, It's it's a toss-up between, obviously, what you're going to talk about with your Mm shout-out, that gift, Uh uh, and then just the overall pod room aesthetics Mm -hmm. uh, that people got as well. So uh, it'll probably be what you're going to talk about later. Because it's just so cool, and uh, it, it just feels—I don't know—it's just a, such a cool feeling. I can't wait to wear it, wear it tomorrow. Uh, it's awesome. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and give an honorary mention for your gifts. That's got the light kind of buzzing right in our eyes right now. Yeah, uh, a nice little Nike shoe uh, LED light. That's super cool, dude. The Jordan One Classic Red Chicago's. Yeah, it's so clean. Uh, it dims, so it's nice. It you can be in here playing and it yeah, can really turns off. off. Yeah, it's lit in here yeah. uh but uh yeah love that dude super super cool yeah shout out mama kim mama kim yeah shout love out mama kim, kim. Uh, shout her. out grandma clovia for the masters poster um just shout out everyone for the the pod room stuff it's coming together i mean you brought over some posters slash jerseys that, that are gonna get hung up this week yes sir um i have shelves that i'm gonna hang up and start kind of putting some things on and it's coming together Little by little. It's going to be really cool when it's all done. Yeah, here, a month or two. Um, it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, we'll be able to announce next episode a cool little thing we've got coming up in the month of January. Mm-hmm. Um, going to put the final touches on that this week, and then hopefully announce next week. So, Ooh, big time, big time. Big time there. Yes. Got lots of stuff coming up. What was, uh, what was your favorite gift? Oh, man, that's tough. Bunch of great ones. Uh, so many needed gifts for mm-hmm. sure um man socks did you get socks i did get some socks Me too. needed some socks you always get socks yeah. and the stockings that's the best one 
my stalking in particular was super duper dope. Uh, shout out Deanna and my dad. They always like do. They go off with the stalking part of things. And yeah. They always get good stuff, and they got me a bunch of stuff for the vacation we're gonna go on in, in the Dominican in April. So nice. Uh, just a bunch of cool stuff. Cool. Um, so that was super awesome. Um, probably really really tough. I got a Nintendo Switch, so I can't like not talk about that. Yeah. Uh, love Mario Party so much. I had to like get my own Switch and mm -hmm. just be able to play it all the time. Um, I saw Harry Potter's on there too, so I'm probably gonna download that as well here pretty soon. Uh, Did but, you take that in your room and just lay in bed and play that? Or yeah, just mad chilling. And the last <laughs> couple of days I've been so tired. I played a couple of games and I like pass out. But yeah. Last night I really passed out with it on my chest. So. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Um, shout out uh, grandparents and Brit for that. Uh, awesome. and then uh, yeah. Man, I also got this Patagonia bag. I don't think you were in there when I was talking to Mason uh -uh. about it. But uh, it's a Patagonia like pullover. Um, it's like a chet, like a whatever the fuck it's like called. Like a bat, like a strap. Like a strap. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, but it's got the phone case on the deal. Um, it's bright yellow. It's like this yellow. Oh, thick. Uh, bright yellow Patagonia on the deal, and it's like a huge like fanny, like just pockets everywhere. That's you. It's gonna be a perfect festival bag. That's very you. Yep. Yep. Shout out mom for that. So yeah, great uh, Christmas, man. Mace and I did say we're down for this weekend. New Year's? Yeah. Woo! Live on the pod. Shocker. Breaking news. Our mom and dad are going to get out of the house. You're going to go to a party. Yeah. Wow. This is big time. Yeah. Jake's going to be very, very enthused. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mace and I were driving home and she's like, I know what's going to happen if we don't go to that party. And I was like, what's going to happen? She's like, we're going to say we're going to do something. We're going to start watching a movie. I'm going to get bored and just start scrolling on my phone. End up falling asleep. You're going to start gaming. And then, boom. <laughs> just another normal night. <laughs> How about that? Mm. So, well, we're happy to have you guys. It's going to be super fun. I'm excited. We're going to have some food, some drink, obviously some champagne. Ooh. Uh Dude, is it at your crib? It's going to be at my crib. Uh, we're going to move some stuff around in the house to where it's a little bit more open. And, uh, Are you going to be dancing or like just chilling? Oh, yeah. We'll have like a little dance floor for sure. I don't want to dance. Well, you can dance whatever you, I don't whenever your heart feels like it. I'm not going to dance, but I'll watch everyone else dance. Oh, I'm yeah. A dancer. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's going to be a fun time because cool. we'll have Tony play. Okay. Uh, it's going to be great. Cool. Can't right. wait. Yes. We'll be there. It's going to be a good time. We're going to probably Uber so we can actually like enjoy the evening. You could just, uh, get picked up by me and then just stay at the house what about honey you could just bring honey that seems overwhelming for that poor little dog you can hang out <laughs> you can hang out with where will uh what are you gonna do with the pups they'll probably stay in our room or they'll be out okay yeah how many people will it be uh just like our you know our few little people okay. like our rave crew people oh that's already went home yep she went she went home today gotcha yep um <clears throat> So, okay, yeah, no, we're in. We'll be there. We'll be chill. Whatever. We ain't got nothing better to do. But we'll we'll definitely probably either Uber, um, one of us will DD ish or like whatever. Just to obviously don't want to risk it or anything like that. But definitely don't want to leave the pup overnight. I hate. That's like mm -hmm. our biggest thing. We just we hate doing that to her. Mm -hmm. So, but, well, also another thing like, you guys could just come over a little bit later on too. Yeah, know. no, we'll probably come about 9.30, 10. Yeah, then... that way you're not too gone very long. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, like a normal work day, really. Yeah, and then if we're out till 4 or 5, like, 
whatever it's been yeah. gone only like six or seven hours yeah <laughs> i can imagine that i can only imagine that it's like you don't really it's like not in but there's no really in between it's like all right cool midnight's over you kind of wrap up a little bit and then leave or it's i'm just in for it and we're there till exactly. four or five a.m you know, and then you know, people are like shit i need to get some sleep <laughs> <laughs> and usually it's like that everyone's staying out till about four thirty-five. yeah and then you're like fuck there's football on tomorrow i need to get home and I got fantasy championships to get on. Right, that would be my thing too. It's all how it'll be. We'll be celebrating if we win or lose, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, no, because what's Monday's game this week? Is there a Monday night game? <clears throat> I don't know. That's what I was kind of asking. Because um, <clears throat> we may, we may know. And just to kind of get it out there, um, your boy, the host, made it into fantasy championships, um, his own league, and then uh, one yeah, hosted no, by no Monday nights. Well, no. So we'll be night. partying championships or we'll be partying because we're feeling blue because we didn't win. So how about that? That's crazy. That's nuts. Um, also want to give a uh, shout out to my stepbrother, Jacob. He got us some uh, Donruss football cards, uh, 90 cards, and got us two boxes. So shout out to him. That was massive of him, Come the on, OG Jake. dude. I got it. Appreciate it. Uh, we opened one. There were some good cards in it. We'll open the other box after the pod and keep you guys posted. But enjoyed it so far. He uh, got this. So he was on Hunt Breaks mm-hmm. on TikTok and ended up, I don't I don't know if he was drunk or if what he was, what was happening, but he ordered a Prism pack and he got that CD, that orange Prism cd number to 249 oh yeah do you have that too no i don't have it but i have the picture of it gotcha it it was that was sick cool get picture and he was like is that cool i was like dude that's awesome yeah number number anything is good and then he got a great player like come on that's sick and then the number was right there fuck yeah baby come on cd my guy dude he's done well and if you've had him in fantasy you've been very happy to be a fan of cd Owner this year, yes, uh, without a doubt, definitely so. Um, I wish we could have got maybe like a 40 burger out of him, maybe I would have won in the doghouse, <laughs> whatever. Um, so you said you ate a lot of food, yes. What would you say was your favorite, like, main course? So, your main entree, mm-hmm. and then what was your favorite side? I'm not gonna make you pick a total overall because it's hard to pick between entrees and sides. So, what was your favorite entree and your favorite side that you had? Okay, well, my Bam did a little different this year, and we did Chinese. Okay. Uh, so I had me some phenomenal cashew kitty. Uh, uh, right at the home, dude. Yes, uh, Dad made some homemade rice with all kinds of veggies <laughs> in it. Um, that was freaking. Was awesome. that made cashew chicken? Uh, it was from King's Asian. Okay. Which shout out King Asian. They're uh, very very good. Uh, tasty cashew sauces off off the charts, dude. Okay. Like such great cashew sauce. If you've never been there, hit that place up for sure. Uh. I had me a nice general piece, and then we also had like a sauce kind of bar too, where we had general sesame, orange, uh, and cashew. Uh, so it was, dude, it was amazing. The crab ragoons were off, off, uh, done, dude. Like so, so good. Um, nice. Weird for a Christmas dinner, but it it hit every spot. Isn't that where they ended up eating? Was a Chinese restaurant and Christmas story. Because like story? in a Christmas story, they burnt like all like then all the food get burnt and they ended up eating at a at a Chinese restaurant. Bro, it's been a minute since I've seen that. So I, I obviously like I watched it. it and had it on during Christmas, but 
it's it's a tradition you have to at least have it on the tv during christmas yeah Um, you're right people are gonna hate us because we don't know if they but i'm almost positive i'm 99 percent positive they had their dinner at a chinese restaurant because they burnt all the food and then they had like or no maybe the dogs like came in and like trashed the whole place and like they ate the food i think that's what ended up happening and then they like laugh about it and then they end up going to the chinese restaurant and it's like all this like happy that's cool i think that's what happens well do you know like christmas eve the only place open is king asian they stayed open till midnight bro on Where christmas did we eve go we didn't we went to bucky's on christmas day I bet that was insane. They're open. Sure. Yeah. I bet they were popping too. It wasn't bad. We uh we were able to get in and out pretty easily. Yeah. Um the food was normal like it is. I tried their chicken tenders for the first time. Mm. Slaps. And the fries. Good. It just I've not had a bad thing yet. <laughs> yeah, I really haven't. <laughs> I've not had a bad thing yet. So it's crazy to say about a freaking gas station, but it it does well. I might have to go on my way home. It's that's so sad for me to say because I want to do it every time I leave here. <laughs> well, luckily, so Macy and I were talking about this, and the the listeners will probably cringe at this, but we were like counting how many days it had been since we had seen you, and it had been three days. And Macy was like, "I think that's the longest we've gone without seeing Cody in like a month since <laughs> he went to freaking <laughs> Iowa." <laughs> like, yeah, we're always seeing that kid, homies. Yeah. And we've actually been coming over to your house a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Which has been fun. Yeah. Your house is getting cozy and the pups are starting to, I think, really get used to Mace and I too. So it's, oh, yeah. It's been nice. Man, those pups, dude. Love them. And they we'll got be there. so many new toys. Oh, yeah. We How was their Christmas? Jesus. Literally the amount of toys these guys got, bro. From you or from like from grandparents? Everyone. Everyone got this dude a toy. And then I also got him like 30 toys. <laughs> so it was just. <laughs> Toys galore. So, are you keeping some back to let him, or did you just give them all? And no, I dumped them all out. He he kind of is pretty good about ripping up the presents and like snout smelling like what's in the boxes and stuff. So, love that. He gets them out, plays to the first second, moves on to the next toy. But yeah. I love that. Did Coop? Uh, Coop, another one, dude. Just toys on toys on toys. So, your house is uh, littered with dogs. So many now. balls, bro. Coop loves tennis balls. So, we I got him a bunch, and Jay got him a bunch too. So, yeah, man, balls. I wonder if those dogs are spoiled. Man, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little. Crazy. And they got to eat Christmas food, too. Like, they're... They're living life. Because you took Fenway with you, didn't you? Yeah. 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 I went and we played with my dogs, my dad's dog, um, Gracie, who's an Australian Shepherd like Fenway. And she's not even a year yet. The energy that those dogs have, Dude. like jumps and like runs and like just one like but like doesn't realize how like big they are and like just wants to be in your lap yeah oh yeah like gosh it's so much it's so much dude and that's what my dad is like he's starting to say is like it's cold like they were taking um gracie on walks and stuff and like trying like because that's just what you're supposed to do with australia shepherds you have to he's like it's cold he's like got my knee replaced he's like it's it's hard because like in the cold sometimes it kind of locks up a Whoa, little bit yeah. like it's so um she's got a lot of energy right now oh, it's okay. like i feel like i almost need to be driving out to willard every day and like taking that dog on like a two and a half mile walk just to help him out but willard's a drive out there from strafford oh, every yeah. day that would be brutal that's a it's a tough drive 
Yeah. But they do, bro. They got to have, like, Fenway lets me know. If he hasn't had his walk for the day, he's he's already telling me up for the second walk. But if he don't get one walk, he's absolutely losing his mind. Yeah. He's sitting by the door. Just pouting? Yes. Like, he knows. It uh, pisses So is it, like, in the, the winter? Like, if it snows, like, still, you're just game over, like, bundle up. No, we're right. taking him. Yeah. I love when it snows and taking him because he just, he loves it. Does he love snow? Oh, yeah. He'll just okay. go play in it. <laughs> it's funny. Well, you guys have a big enough backyard, too, that if it's ever, like, you don't really want to go take a walk, walk, you can just go out in the backyard and yeah. around the ball. And Only if it's raining is when I'm really not trying to go. Yeah. That's just a lot. The rain is probably a lot. Yeah, because then you got to just clean, like, pretty much needs a bath after that, so. That Especially is... with all the fur that he has. To giving him a bath is a whole ordinary deal. <laughs> For real, it is. Because he takes so light. Even if even if you blow dry him, it's still like it takes yeah, hours for him to dry. He would be blown dry. Yes. My gosh, the fluffiness. <laughs> my uh, my people that do my grooming for him out in Republic, the Mutt Hut. Shout out the Mutt Hut. Uh, they blow dry him a lot, and sometimes they'll snap me a picture of him, and he's just all sprawled out, just <laughs> hair everywhere, <laughs> looking like a furball. He is a big furball, dude. That's what he is. He is. Um, is. Well, I think let's get to the shout out because I kind of want to announce what the present from from old Susan was. So you wanted to give the shout out. Yep. Um, I'm definitely going to let you take it. So shout her out. All right. Well, uh, with no further ado, uh, the shout out of the week for myself is going to be the one and only Miss Susan, your stepmom. Yeah. she is one of the most kindest ladies I've ever met in my life. So, so nice. So caring. And I kind of got a little sneak peek of what she was trying to do for you for a Christmas gift like a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, so a little quick backstory. Our family draws names for our Christmas, and then we set like a $100 limit. And then you just buy presents for that one person. That way you're not feeling like you have to buy presents for every single person in the family. Yeah. Um, you just buy the one. Yeah. So that's what our family does. And so her and she drew me this year. Nice. Perfect. So she, oh man, just the most brilliant mind, uh, was so gracious enough to get in contact with me and I sent her our logo of the Bros Balls Bangers podcast and she went above and beyond and put it on some shirts and hats and just absolutely went off. Like one's like a pocket where like where a pocket tee would be. That's where the logo is. Um, then it has the Bros Balls Bangers podcast on the back. Uh, we got some white and black hats that has the have the have the logos on it as well. Um, man, just shout out that lady! Like what? Just an, a real MVP yeah. for real. It just it like I was saying um, or was wanting to say is it just feels so like real like our logos on a hat. Yeah, like, that's something that we. That's it. Like, we have done this. Like, obviously, Susan did the hat and whatever, but it's like, that's ours. Yeah, like, that's, this that's podcast us. This is ours. And that's the boys. I can't wait to wear the shirt tomorrow. Yeah, dude. I'm so excited. You, I'm so uh, excited. You gave me a hat, so I'm super pumped to wear that bad boy around. Uh, just sporting the hell out of that. Um, I'd love to get it on, like you said, to kind of get it back to the lady that did these uh, these hats and shirts. Yeah. Uh, what did you say her name was again? Um, I don't remember her name. I think it might have been Missy. Okay. But I know that she uh, owns a shop out in Walnut Grove. Oh, nice. Okay, cool, cool. So, oh, yeah. She did a great job. 
Good um, muscle job. Amazing, amazing. I'd love to take maybe some like jacket or something in. Just, yeah, some sort of hoodie. The, or, yeah. yeah. Put it on some. Maybe this Under Armour hoodie. Did you get that for Christmas? No, I've had this for a while. That looks good. Yeah, it's cool. Nice. Yeah, you take good. You take good care of your hoodies. I love hoodies. Big hoodie game here. Hoodie is. I agree. I got a new Adidas one. That's it's not really a hoodie. It's like a pullover jacket. Uh, but dude, it's comfy and it's like literally perfect fitting. Mm. It's kind of bigger, so it's kind of cozy. So mm. Macy got this hoodie, and she's kept saying this phrase that I've like not understood until she put the hoodie on, and she kept being like, "It's a hoodie that hoodies." Mm. I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? A hoodie to hoodies? I was like, don't all hoodies just hoodie? Like, that's their thing? Like, that's why they're called a fucking hoodie? And then she, like, put it on, and it's like, it's just the way it apparently fits. She's like, it, like, hugs me really well, and she's like, it's just a hoodie to hoodies. And I was like, I still don't really know that I understand what she's saying to me. But I guess shout out, Mace, for freaking getting the hoodie that hoodies. And I just, I don't know, my wife, man. The hoodie, the hoodies. The hoodie, the hoodies. Um, episode twenty nine <laughs> might be the name of this episode. <laughs> the episode that episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, my shout out's just gonna be the family in general. Um, just for all the presents and all the love and and the food, uh, that they put into it, and and just all the families across uh, the world that um get to spend it with them, and and for the people that don't get to spend it with their families, um, I hopefully you got to enjoy a, a nice. Christmas and um, had had some sort of love in your life uh, and some good positive vibes your way, but definitely just want to thank <clears throat> your grandparents, the parents, um, everybody that that got me something or got Macy something, and definitely all the food that they spent time making, and definitely Mace for making all the the treats. I mean, I think you saw pictures as she was mm. doing them and mm. got to taste test a couple of things, and now you got some goodies to take home to mm -hmm. to Jake. So mm -hmm. um, enjoy that. Yeah, shout out to all them. Definitely massive uh, and appreciative. Uh, but straight into the balls. It was a big NFL week. Christmas weekend had some some massive upsets, some uh, close games, some blowout games, some just some just really good football across the board. Uh, we have the Chiefs struggle again at home, which is just not characteristic of them. Uh, I think someone said today that they. Seem to be getting a little too cute for their own good. Um, I think it was Shannon Sharp that made the analogy that he's like, they're putting on like all this like fancy makeup to hide their flaws or something like that. And I was like, yeah, that's decent. I don't mind that. Um, and that's why they're being all like cute with the ball and all these pitches and, and whatnot. So that was really one that stood out to me was uh, definitely the Chiefs losing. That's big and just playoff implications and where their seating lies and the fact that they're going to have to go on the road for the first time. Uh, the Broncos obviously losing to the Patriots at home as well is not ideal. Um, lots of, of questionable game management in, in that game. And just, I don't know. There's a reason we started one and five. I don't know. I, I just, I, our offense has gotten, overlooked by how incredible our defense has played. And that's kind of been the story in Denver the last few years and the, maybe the last decade. Um, even that two, 2015 season where we won the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler who came in for Peyton Manning were not great quarterbacks that no, year. Like very carried. awful stats. They carried. But the defense was maybe one of the best defenses this league has ever seen. Mm -hmm. A top five defense ever. Yeah. So. Long special. Um. <laughs> Very. 
so I, I just think that our offense has a lot of a lot of flaws. Um, and as a realistic Denver fan, and a hopefully sort of logical Denver fan, it's you can see how great this team can be with Sean, but you also see the pieces that that he needs to still get, and that there's still some definitely big holes in order for us to be a great team. We're a good team, but we're not a great team. So I definitely uh, am excited that he's our head coach for sure. Mm. I'm very excited for the future, but I think any realistic possibility of winning the playoffs went out the window with, or getting to the playoffs went out the window with that Patriots loss. And just the way that I think our locker room reacted to it was, they were devastated. Like just to hear from like, like I said, I follow these reporters on Twitter and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They even like, that was the most down I've seen in this locker room in years. I mean, when you got a chance, it just it takes it out of you. And you're home. It's Christmas Eve. Lose on a field goal. Not like, a good look. Not a good look. But but that was the theme of the whole weekend, really. It's it's upsets. It was. The underdog was definitely in favor in all games. Uh, I mean, even the Ravens 49ers, the Ravens were a five-and-a-half dog in that, in that game, and they came out and smacked them. I mean, they did. One of the ma- matchups of the week. Best matchup of the week. So it's just tough. You just any given week, bro. Doesn't matter. I mean, even your team, like they end up winning and, and pulled away, but that's the start of it. Well, at the so. end, they had a chance to go tied at the end. That is true. Tyron came in, and they were down eight. And they that, third pick in the end zone. Second half, gotta figure it out. But hey, a win's a win. Needed it to stop the what was going on over at Philly. That's definitely needed. That was a dub. There's there there is something going on. Don't know like quite what the actual like root of it is. But I don't know. Jalen at the end of the first half had one of the most unrealistic, not unrealistic, but unjust like uncharacteristic, I guess I should say. He he's running out of bounds. He like we're 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 dropped back, he gets out of pressure, he runs to the right, and there's probably like three there's probably there was eight seconds left, so he'd have to run out of bounds, we would have kicked the field goal bump. Mm-hmm. Instead, he had an easy get out of bounds. He fucking puts his foot in the ground and tries to juke everyone and gets tackled in bounds. So the clock's ticking or whatever. Thank God he gets bailed out by one of the uh, uh, Giants players took the ball from him. So they got called for a delayed game penalty. Gave us the field goal. But, like, that should have been a field goal. Yeah. Just a bonehead stuff that you don't see from him ever. Like, if he's going to make a mistake, it's usually because he, like, fumbles it or... Yeah, but not not a football IQ type of, like, not knowing the clock and knowing the situation. Yeah. Like, hey, I need to be able to bounce here. He's just, he, he, that never is a thing with him. Usually time management's pretty good. Uh, man, just wasn't there. Uh, even on the pick six, he, you know, Dallas kind of slipped on his route and, you know, at least that would have been an incomplete. But mm-hmm. just mistakes, man. Can't have them. Not this late in the season. Granted, you do got them and Arizona over the next two weeks, which should be win winnable games. But like we said, any given week, man, it don't matter. Who do you guys play this week? We play Arizona this week. And then who? The Giants again. The Giants again. At the Meadowlands. Okay. Okay. Interesting. 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 It'll be a a very close finish to the the season um i mean technically the broncos aren't out of it by any means i mean the chiefs could lose some games the other teams could lose some games i mean 
anything can happen in this crazy part um, of the season. Uh, and then there was also some Christmas NBA games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers, unfortunately, lost to the Celtics. Warriors, unfortunately, lost to the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas pulls away and beats Phoenix, uh, thanks to a Luka 50 bomb. Knicks beat the Bucks, and the Sixers beat the Heat. Yep. There we go. Wait, the Sixers did beat the Heat? Or who won? I don't know. That's what I was asking. They, no, nah, the Heat won. The Heat won? The Heat won. Okay. Because Joel didn't play. I'm pretty sure. Hang on. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. Let me show. Yeah, the Heat won. Heat won. Okay. Heat won. Yep. Okay. Mavs. So Mavs. Luca had the 50 burger. 50 burger. Fourth person to ever do 50 on Christmas. Yeah, I thought cool. third. That's why I misspoke to Peyton. I said third today. So. Yep. The fourth. Big time, man. He's such a player. He's a hooper. <laughs> what about Hooper? I love that guy. Yeah. I want to go see him play live. That's. If I want to go, go. I want to go get it done. Yeah, we we that's one we need to make happen. Just make a Dallas trip where the Lakers or Warriors are playing them. Yeah, for That'd sure. Be fun. That'd be really fun. Or they play them a bunch. I mean, technically, we still get the Warriors done. They play them in March. It was the first time in twenty years, also, that uh, the Lakers and Celtics play on uh, Christmas, Christmas Day, which used to be a thing all the time. That, that was a uh, that was a weird. The Celtics didn't ever really look like they were tested by you guys. Nah. We're out of sorts, bro. We can't shoot the three, and some nights we can defend, some nights we can't. We're in a weird position in Warrior Land where we have too much depth. So, like, we want to play everyone, but, like, you can't. Yeah, you got to have dudes that finish a game. Yeah. And it's like the Kaminga situation is interesting because he's very talented and shown he's very talented, but sometimes gets a little too uh, selfish with the ball and doesn't pass it around much and can't be doing that by any means. Um, yeah, just definitely showed the flaws of each of our teams, I think. I mean, we definitely know where our teams are in terms of what they're at and, and that. <laughs> yeah, we're not looking too good, but <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Um, but we'll bounce back. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of season left. Uh, we'll see you. Kind of as the trade deadline gets closer, uh, all-star break gets closer, Draymond gets back, and we'll kind of go from there. We'll see when he gets back. If he gets back. <laughs> He'll be back. Um, I think we get into what we had talked about last episode, and that was what we were going to do. Sorry, I was eating a uh, Starburst. I probably shouldn't do that as I'm like, talking to a podcast. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we, is, we forgive you. A five-year GM contract for each of our teams. Mm-hmm. So Cody would become the GM of the Philadelphia Eagles uh, starting in 2024. Uh, at the beginning, so like season ends, he's now GM. Old GM's gone. Uh, same for the Broncos. Season ends, old GM, George, he's gone. Bye-bye, George. Uh, Caleb Wilcox is a new GM. So <laughs> we're going to see what... Each of our plans are for our teams. Uh, we're going to just take a couple of minutes to kind of go over what we uh, we kind of thought, what our, our thoughts were. Um, and then the other person, as the sports heads we are, get to ask why they're doing these and, and kind of plays devil advocate a little bit and kind of nitpick at little things here and there. So um, you've taken great notes. I definitely um, would love for you to get, get the ball rolling. Oh, me first, me first? Okay. Well, your team doesn't 
listen, in, in this scenario, you you guys lost um, NFC Championship, right? That's what we said. In, in the scenario, yes, that you put out that we we would lose in the NFC Championship. And do you still feel that's fair? Uh, I mean, it's definitely a possibility, hundred percent. I mean, any 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 playoff game can go any any way. Or okay. an injury could happen any moment. But you're still good with that scenario of losing in the. Yeah, but and I'm in still. We could still go on and lose in the Super Bowl too. So I'm I'm there too. Okay. So any any of those. Okay. The last four though. We'll, we'll sure. just we'll stick with what we said originally. Just to be a minute of our, our word here. Yeah. So you guys unfortunately lose in the conference championship. I'm so sorry. At least you guys yeah. made it to the playoffs. We because all hearsay, guys. Yeah. Just all hearsay. But we we missed. Um. You missed the playoffs. Yeah. Who did he finish? Seventeen, seven and ten. Uh, I think we we said like yeah, seven or ten or eight and nine. Um, I think probably eight and nine. Um, is gonna be more realistic because I think we'll beat the Chargers this week, and then I have no idea what will happen in that Raiders game. Well, if you guys finish seven and ten, you said you're projected to be the tenth pick. Yeah, right now we would be. Gotcha. So. That's probably fair. Got probably it. the 10th pick. Cool. So if we lose in the last four, that means we're projected 26, 27, 27, 28, somewhere around there. Okay, yeah. Um, or no, 27, 28, 29, 30. Yeah. So 27, 28. Sorry. Uh, we'll be either 10 or 11. Okay, perfect. Cool. Um, so to get things started off here, uh, if we do end up losing in the conference championship, I'm just going to go ahead and say it's probably something to do with our defense. It's uh, just been the kind of casual thing all year. Um, just haven't had it. We have great veteran leadership, but when when things are just kind of going wrong and you're getting gashed and people are running on you, which they don't, you know, guys don't run the ball very well against Philly very, very often. Uh, but usually it comes from linebackers and secondary. Uh, now, for some reason, you know, you got Slay, which he's on an aging contract. You got Bradbury on an aging contract. Uh, two good corners, two guys you would want, but I think are a little bit past the time of are you are these the guys we're wanting to pay big money to? Uh, and I think we're on a decline of seeing teams need two great corners. Uh, that's been kind of a good little. Uh, equation in the past few years of having guys that can cover multiple receivers because we've seen those offenses kind of have those weapons so you have to have guys that can cover i mean you've kind um, of seen it in denver a little bit this year yeah um with with pat uh obviously lining up on one side and then having like jaquan mcmillan and um baby of monroe like these not great yeah dudes line up on the other side and um it, it sometimes you works take advantage of it yeah most like <clears throat> big deep shots you know uh, Miami's a team that comes to mind when they went and got Jalen. Uh, they got Xavier as well on the other side. Uh, they, you know, that's a great thing, but are they, are they going to be healthy enough to stay on the field too? That's so when you don't have those guys, you're really looking at guys that are probably should be fourth, fifth guys on the depth chart, but they're second, third because you got Jalen and Xavier. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that, that type of recipe, uh, I think, is kind of going in and out now uh, by just drafting younger guys at, at the defensive position. And I will say we do have a guy named Keely Ringo uh, from Dem- Denver, from uh, Georgia. Had uh, This past year, he's a rookie. Uh, he actually just had a game ceiling uh, pick, not pick six, but an INT in the end zone um, to seal a win against the Giants this past week. So shout out that dude. Uh, you know, we, we've picked some dudes 
some very young guys on defense with Jalen and Nolan and uh, uh, Keely Ringo and Reed Blankenship at safety. Um, just a ton of young talent. Uh, but I think they still need a few years to really kind of click and understand what offenses are trying to do. And, I mean, it's just a really hard thing to do to cover all pro offenses and stuff like that. I mean, we've had over the six-game stretch, we've had – I think if they said it was the hardest six-game stretch in NFL history for a team. So to go three and three against some of those teams uh, was just kind of huge for us, and that kind of just comes with it. You're going to lose against good teams. It's just going to happen. You're not going to have good days. Uh, So with all of that being said, I'm kind of getting off track here, Uh, it all comes down to Jalen. If he's going to make the plays that are MVP-type plays consistently – and show up on the primetime games and the big-time games and the lights are huge, like he did in the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl loss wasn't on Jalen. No, I mean, and yeah, you can say that, but again, he had the fumble, and he knows how big that fumble was. Like, it was huge. It led to points for them that didn't even need to happen. Uh, huge, huge part of the game. So and he, t- he takes that on his shoulders for sure. So um, are you yelling because Memphis won and – well, Russ may have five rebounds already. Already? Yeah. Come on. How many um, points did James Harden have? 13. Well, let's go. We're, we're in business. And they're up by eight. We're in business. Come on. And um, the Grizzlies uh, did come back and win. Yes, they did. In OT. Yeah. Good shit, man. Took them straight, too. Let's go. Jaws, 5-0? 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. 4-0. Cool. Go, um, Okay. Back to my, my little... Your UGM. My novel of my GM. Miss. A lot of things in my head here. Uh, So, going back to where we are, we lost in the NFC Championship, hypothetically. Yeah. We're on to next year. We're picking 28-ish. We also have New Orleans' second-round pick. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, wherever New Orleans may fall, uh, maybe a top-ten pick. Plus your free agents. Yep. Plus plus free agents. Uh, Big one, obviously, at the top is going to be Jason. Uh, If we win the Super Bowl... Since we lose, I don't know if he's going to be back. Uh, it'll be hard for him to come back. I think just be not because of mental or anything, but just physical, just body, yeah. just wearing down. That, the tush push is hard on a body. It is, man, <laughs> and he's doing that a lot. And yeah, it's so fucking successful. It is. It really is. And you're not obviously not going to stop, but it's it's hard on a body. It's tough, man. Uh, so I hope he comes back. Would love him to be back. Uh, I think Fletch also same scenario. If we won one. He'd, come, he'd probably be done if we lost. He may come back on like a one-year vet deal. Uh, definitely not at $10 million, that's for sure. Um, Brandon Graham, same thing. Uh, Swift, that's going to be the interesting one. I would love to bring him back. I think in all of our wins, he's had some sort of a big effect in those wins mm-hmm. by just having great runs or just being an X-factor of a player. Agreed. Tons of just massive talent on that dude. And he stayed healthy all year. Knock Can on you board. guys franchise tag him? Uh, we technically could, um, but the franchise tag for running backs like ten million, so we're definitely not going to yeah, be paying a running back ten million. What would you? Uh, what do you think would you be willing to pay? Two year, two year, about on the high end, twelve, thirteen mil. Maybe you want to get crazy and give him a signing bonus of like three or four million, but okay, two year, he gets paid. 
feel like he'd take that. That's a high-end running back contract contract right now. Yeah, and I feel like he likes. I mean, his... it's a good it's a good system. Oh, he's he, getting he's them home. Ball. He's, he's home, and he know and he knows that, and he feeds off that Philly crowd. We, I think, as fans, have shouted from the rooftops to fucking run the ball, because uh, he's talented, man. I think he's special. What's his and Jalen's relationship like? Are they boys? Can they don't. Them? They you know they don't have like that. Dak and Zeke kind of yeah. relationship by any means, but uh, that's that's kind of Jalen and AJ uh, okay. since they're su- such best friends. But uh, Jalen, we, we know we know how great he is. Yeah. He's changed games. Jalen is the one I see always coming over and like talking AJ off the, the ledge of like you need to calm your shit down, boy. <laughs> or it's them two just going at it, man. This past week, near Nick was going at it with Devonte. It just over just like strategy and stuff which is makes sense i'm gonna i'm gonna say it again and i said this before we started the pod and and it's just so true and it we've each got to watch dynasty teams winning is so hard staying winning is so hard winning is hard when you were the target and that's what i've realized a lot after watching the warriors and now watching the chiefs I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I've watched enough Chiefs games to realize mm-hmm. when everyone is planning for you and you alone, they can give a fuck less about any other 31 teams. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Yep. It's about beating the Chiefs. And you got the target on your back. I'm so glad you brought that up. So, so glad you brought that up because that's something else that goes along with us hypothetically again losing the NFC Championship game. Winning's tough, man. Going back to back NFC Championship games, uh, the Chiefs doing it for like five years. Yeah. I mean, that's that people don't do that. Teams no. don't do that. That is one of the hardest things. And like you said, when you're at the top and you've been at the top now for a couple of years with Philly, uh, in particular, I'm going back to yeah, that guys. Of course. Uh, people want to give you their best shot and they figured you out a little bit. Yeah. They forced you to play not your style. Well, and you also get people's meanest. You get people, that's when people talk to you. Yeah. They, they, they try to get in your head. Yep. They want to they push Jalen a little a little bit afterwards. Let yeah. them know. We're here. Like, yeah. we're coming for you. Like, it's just, I've noticed that, especially, again, watching the Warriors and watching Steph be at the top for so long. And, like, the punishment he takes on some of these screens and on these, like, drives to the basket. And then watching Pat, like... Dude definitely gets pushed a little bit around, and like they definitely are—they're trying to get in his head, and it's like you gotta have mad respect for these dudes coming out and just having sustained winning. Sustained winning over a professional sport is very, very impressive. Yeah, that goes back to the Patriots. Bill, I mean, yeah, just just all the great winning teams that have been on—you know—the dynasty per se's. That's it's just I crazy. I want to make sure that no one ever tries to tarnish Bill for the last few years that he's had without Tom because you can never take anything away from what Dude, Bill if he done. goes somewhere else, Watch that out. <laughs> New England's going to be cursed, bro. They're not going to win in a championship ever. Boston sports might be cursed if they let that happen. So fucking don't do that, please, because I'm a big Red Sox fan. Uh, back to me. Yep. Uh, like I said, sustained greatness is huge. Uh, and all of that go- comes back with Jalen and Nick. Uh, Jalen and Nick, Nick Sirianni, the head coach. Uh, you got to have control of the locker room. You got to have respect to your guys, and you got to keep the confidence up. That's the three things of a head coach. You have to keep keep right there at the top with everybody. How many more years do you have, Nick? 
Uh, he's he's under contract for three more years, okay. so he's he's our head coach. Cool. Uh, coordinators. That's that's where the biggest move for us is going to come. Uh, first thing is we uh we switched our bolt well first thing we lost both of our coordinators this past year. Uh, Gannon to Arizona and then Psych into Indy. Huge, uh, massive, um, massive, massive losses. Uh, Nick. Nick chose Sean Desai as our defensive coordinator to take over, and as we know, has been kind of moved into a different defensive assistant role, and he's in the booth, and he's looking down, and now Matt Patricia is now calling our plays, longtime defensive assistant, yeah. sometimes offensive uh, play caller for the Patriots, uh, and he's calling our defensive plays. Um, we need we we need a center. We need a heart of a defense. We need a guy that's going to come in and just make a huge difference, be a voice, uh, bring back the hard hitting days of an Eagles defense. Uh, having Brian Dawkins in there, uh, just Jeremiah Trotter, those type of dudes that you knew were coming in to lick you, and you did not want to take a route over the middle. You did not want to take. You did. You just didn't want to meet those dudes in the hole. That type of mentality we need. We don't have that anymore. I think Howie or I should say myself. Uh, I think if we move Jalen and we move Nolan and we move uh, Billy Ringo in some different places uh, and really have a different sort of blitzing type of scheme, yeah. uh, just to just to mess with people. Uh, mm-hmm. We have those nasty type players. We need that back um, yeah. as a defense. And I think that's the most important part missing about our defense now. Just huge. We don't have that grit. Uh, and we have those type of players, per se, but it's not being used to the full capability. So that's where I'd love to see a difference made um, as far as defensive side of the ball goes. Do you have any coordinators on the defensive side that you really have in mind? Man, there's some guys from other teams, but I just don't know if they're going to be poached from another team. Uh, I mean, the, the guy down in Michigan makes sense. Uh, the, the guy that took over for Harbaugh, mm-hmm. um, he, he's done some great things. Uh the yeah. guy that came from Michigan last year, he's a head coaching candidate for Baltimore's defense right now. Well, if they don't give uh, Antonio Pierce the head coaching job, he won't stay with the Raiders. So that would be one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Antonio Pierce is a great, but if he if they make the playoffs, he's he's keeping the job. You have to give him the job. Oh yeah, but the, I, the Raiders aren't going to play. Maybe we'll see. Um, we'll flip over to offense. Uh, Brian is Jalen's boy. Uh, they're, they're pretty tight-knit. They're pretty good friends. So I don't know if they do make the change, but if we do end up losing the FC Championship game and the play calling has been the way it's been the past few weeks with the quarterback draws and the just the just the knowing of what we're going to do. Uh, Christian, the other night when we were playing the Seahawks and we lost, Christian McCaffrey was mm-hmm. on there on uh, Peyton and Eli and he just calls out one of our plays, which it's not a hard play to call out. I'll give him, you know, I'll give our fair share to that. But at the same time, when I'm running back from an opposing team is just knowing where exactly and what what the play call is, you know, the defensive guys, Fred Warner definitely knows what the fuck we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to have motion. Uh, you got to have just disguise. Uh, where is that? We have guys that can do it. Devontae is a special route runner. He could be in motion all the time. AJ can be in motion all the time. Uh, Swift, why isn't he in motion all the time? He's such a gadget guy. He can catch. Kind of like a, a 
Chiefs what they had when they had Tyreek and like McColl, like and they were always running those just moving motions. And sometimes it's just for the fuck of it. I'm gonna hand the ball off, but he's gonna go that <laughs> way and you're gonna think something's gonna happen. Yeah, this. for sure. We need that. We need that back. Uh so maybe another offensive mind coming in under Nick. Uh but again, Nick already gave up play calling, so that makes me think we gotta have someone in there that controls the poise and the time and time management. A uh, huge thing. So maybe do flip flops there. Uh, we maybe we get some different guys in. Uh, maybe we keep them because who knows? Maybe we go on a run here, and this is exactly what we needed with Patricia and, and Brian and Jalen. They they figure some shit out. They start clicking. Yes. Uh, next big thing. We got to find a captain on D, man. We need a middle linebacker. We haven't had a linebacker since. I don't fucking know, dude. The last <laughs> linebacker probably has been in. Dude, maybe Jeremiah Trotter, dude. Like a legit one art, like LB1. It's been a hot minute since we've had a good one. Uh, We need a captain. We need a captain on D. We need someone that can just anchor us down whenever we're getting gashed uh, in the third, fourth quarter and can get a stop, can get us off the field. We got to have those guys. Uh, We also just need a master edge rusher. We... I know we're waiting on Jalen to be great and be an interior, you know, destroyer, but uh, we got to have someone rushing the passer at all times, which Josh Sweat does, but it's uh, it's not all the time. So we got to we got to have that MVP on D. Uh, that's the next thing. Um, my next thing that I want to talk about is our picks. Uh, we got a first, and like I said, we'll have two seconds with New Orleans pick, and they're projected at least top twelve, top thirteen at the moment. Um, so we'll scroll that we got these free agent or not the free agent. We got the 2024 NFL draft class pulled up. Um and honestly it's loaded with loaded full of offensive talent. Offensive talent and defensive backs uh is what you're really gonna see, and maybe some offensive line, defensive line thrown in there. Uh but man, sitting here at 26 to 30, uh Troy Franklin would really be cool. He'd be a nice three <laughs> with AJ and Devontae. He would. I, I would really love that. That'd be kind of awesome to use a first-round pick on a stud number three. Uh, kind of see what Seattle did with uh, Smith and Jigma. Yeah. Uh, same kind of deal. Man, that'd be cool. Um, man, scroll back down a little bit, bud. Yeah, uh, corners, corners. like I said, there's a bunch of good ones. Uh, and I, you always got to have corners. Depth, Kid, depth is huge. Too. Yeah, Kitamazoo's nice. Uh, where I see um, uh, Kamari Lasseter from Georgia, uh, also a nice one. Uh, Quinion Mitchell, too, from Toledo. That's another one that I've been hearing roars about. Uh, they said watch out for his combine. Um, but also the receivers there, too. Emike, uh Lads, good bit, good little you know slot guy. Uh-huh. Uh, Tyler Newbin from Minnesota, that safety. Yep, yep, yep. Kitchens. From Miami as well, and then you got your quarterbacks there too, which you never know. We need you need quarterbacks. That's evident. You need to you need to you need you have a backup. You yeah. got to have a formidable backup. And a person like a Penix would fit your offense well. Oh yeah, huge. I don't think he lasts till thirty. But yeah, no, no. I mean, but if Sanders doesn't come out, so I don't even know why he's on this. Yeah, but still huge, huge, huge. Um, Great. but yeah. So with our first round pick, I'd love to take a weapon. Uh, that's kind of my next point too. Uh, we we need a guy that can, if AJ and Devontae are having a down day, we need a guy that can have a splash play and we can rely to have a splash play. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a Troy Franklin, uh, like an Amike, 
there's some there's so many other guys. Uh Keon Coleman right there at 42. That's ridiculous. He was probably going earlier than that. Uh but so many special type skill players in this draft. Uh, I think as fantasy players, we've been itching for this 2024 class for a couple years now. Yep. Just loaded with quarterback and wide receiver talent. Uh, but man, I'd love to see Philly hit the splash play, hit a hit a big skill guy, and then the two second round picks just load up on defensive players. Maybe find a gym in the sand. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, get a linebacker. We got to have a linebacker, an edge player. Just keep on loading up at that position because we've got to hit at some point on somebody. So, uh, kind of like a Reed Blankenship, he was undrafted, and he's been, you know, a really solid little safety for us. So, we just need those type of guys to hit on. Um, so, over the next couple of years, just keep on doing that. Just keep on investing in the defense because if we got to pay Jalen all this money, this, this big-time contract that we have him on, uh, we're going to have to win with the defense. We need a solid defense, kind of like Pat's doing with the Chiefs. I mean, their defense has kept him in most of the games uh, yeah, absolutely. over the year. So. Um, I would love to see that. So to wrap this thing up, uh, keep the main thing, the main thing, and just keep winning. And when you're at the top and you're constantly in the mix for the top four, at least in the playoffs, uh, you always have a chance. So, and with Jalen and with Nick, I think we always have a chance with that. We just got to keep it that way. Keep doing it, man. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm very curious to see what you have to say about your Broncos. <laughs> I am looking up. That's what I needed. Okay. So, obviously, my Broncos are not not doing well. And I don't necessarily want to take anything away from George Payton because I think he's actually been a very good GM for us. Um, he's done – he was left with uh, some some issues, I think, from, from old – Elway, I'm not going to say sit here and say that Elway was a good GM because he, he wasn't a great GM. He was, yeah, Super Bowl. Did, but he'll, he also got he'll Peyton, probably he got be Peyton. a Hall of Famer GM. Yeah, he, but he got Peyton Manning. He, sure, made a, made a big splash. Got the big fish. Did get Vaughn. Cool. Yeah, I'm, whatever. Lost in another Super Bowl. Yeah, but whatever. Cool. George has done all right, um, but now I am the GM. So, mm. the first thing we are going to do is is controversial and people probably whatever but we're gonna keep russ another year Woo! oh baby and here's where it's keeping us it's it's yeah the the dead the the money is where it becomes uh rough now here's where i will say this if i will put out feelers if anyone wants to trade for him I will obviously not get just absolutely raked over the coals and not take whatever, but they're QB team, QB needy teams, and he has shown that. I think if he was maybe let put the ball in his hands more, it it wasn't all him last year. Definitely has now shown that if you get some guys around him and a, and a competent head coach, Russ can still be a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, and I think a team might be willing to take that. But again, the the dead money and what we have, if we release him, cut him, and, and all these scenarios is, is just astronomical. It's in the 30 millions, like, mm-hmm. if we release him. Um, and there's obviously, like, ways to do it that I'm not going to sit here and say that I know all the ins and outs of the dead money and dead cap. So I don't know all of that. But um, 
I will put feelers out, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna get anybody trying to trade for Russ because in a realistic world that's probably not gonna happen. So we will probably end up having Russ on our team for 2024. Um, and then we will also have a top 10 pick. So Ooh, 10, 11, this is where it gets like juicy. So looking at this and, and looking in the, the 10 to 13 range, we already have um we already have cornerbacks. I, I feel that's we're good on that. Um, with Nick Benito really coming on this year, uh, our linebacking core is, is really, I think, pretty solid. Um, we're going to lose Josie Jewell, I think, in the offseason. We're not going to re-sign him. Alex Singleton has, has led our team for two straight years in tackles um, and, and can do everything that Josie does. Uh, and then I think, again, Benito coming on uh, is, is great. We may just end up going instead of having two. Because right now, like, we're playing two middle linebackers um, and then really just kind of rotating the outside linebacker to each side mm-hmm. um, and not really having like a true, like one middle linebacker and two outsides. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of just, cause we've had Josie and, and Alex and you can't really not play either one of them cause mm-hmm. they're just ball hawk type of yeah middle linebackers, just searching for the ball and making tackles, just some long haired, crazy <laughs> white dudes. Like just, <laughs> Um, so I, I think because of this is what I'm going to do. And I've thought a lot about this. We're going to trade Judy on draft night and we're going to draft. Hopefully he's there. The kid out of Washington, the kid out of Washington, Mr. Romeo. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Rome. Adunce. Um, and because Tim has shown that he can't be healthy. Portland, uh, Portland has, has came on this year. I think he has proven that he he can still be um, a, a, a edge line one to a guaranteed two, mm-hmm. guaranteed two. Um, and and just I, I personally, as the GM, I don't like what what Judy has has shown emotionally, and he just doesn't seem mature right now. And I don't. I think it's a lost cause at this point. Um, and sometimes, you know, there's talent there. I, I watched it, man. I, I watched that in that Patriots game, and I was like, good God, Jerry Judy is good. Because he is. He's a very talented wide receiver. Oh, yeah. He can run routes with the best of them. But I think I'm going to let someone else take the risk on that and, and try to get a, a second a second round for him. Uh, maybe a second and a fourth to get a couple of picks for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just cut my losses and just move on and, and it was a draft bus for us and hopefully someone can turn them into something great. I really thought you'd uh since you do have would have maybe a top ten pick, I figure you would try to uh package that and move up, maybe try to get your hands on uh one of the big boys, uh with either Drake or um, Caleb. Maybe Jaden or So I thought about that and I uh I Jaden's down here at twenty. Um but I think Knowing where I think he might fall and going in the second round, if he's still there in the second round, my uh, my pick would definitely be be Bo. I would definitely pick Bo Nix. Um, give give the kid a shot. Um, another interesting one that I have considered because in Denver, really, what I've I'm really focused on is getting rid of Judy. Um, I think getting rid of 
of these um like there's good emotions like a stefan diggs emotion can be good and i i, I truthfully do think that mm. but like i don't think judy's doing anything good for the team right now as far as his like emotions and, and that whole thing with steve smith on the sidelines like yeah. there's just some immaturities there that i think i as a gm would be ready to move on from um yes he's talented again but i just I'm trying to now build a culture of, mm-hmm. of just dudes that want to come in and get to work and win. Yeah. Um, a scenario that I've ran through my head is if, if if Chicago ended up wanting to move off Fields, maybe taking a risk on Fields. Hmm. Obviously, you're gonna have to give up some stuff, and I don't know what we we could, but that's an interesting one. Of like, does that unleash a little more for Sean? Like, does he? Because he's kind of Russell is younger version of Russ right now with mm-hmm. all the moving and I mean Sean would be ooing and gooing over Justin. Yeah. Um, the other real, more realistic is um, um, Javante's been a weird one that I I don't know what I feel about him right now. Fuck um, that guy, dude. Obviously, I kind of want to give him next year, but with a free agent that's coming around, would be Kamara. Reunited Sean and Kamara. Mm-hmm. I know he, I, he loved his boy Kamara. Give a give a good running back for freaking Russ. Yeah, they can catch passes out of the backfield. Um, so that's one I, I really. That's one I, I truthfully think that isn't out of the realm of possibilities, especially because I think the Saints kind of like dealing with Sean. Mm-hmm. Like they've kind of shown that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Um, Interesting. Vance has shown that he deserves another year at least. I mm-hmm. I, I think. The problem with with Denver right now is, is is now everyone's kind of learned the playbook. Like it, things don't just happen overnight, and yeah. that's what we are in this world. Is we want instant gratification. We want it now, 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 and that just doesn't happen. Um, so I'm gonna let all the coordinators give them another another year. Um, Sean's obviously the one calling the offensive plays, anyways. So um, yeah, we'll we'll keep everyone. Again, take a. I think, like you said, I really would like a weapon. Um, and even if if Romeo isn't there when we're drafting, then I definitely think get an edge player because then we could just utilize Marvin because we didn't yeah. utilize Mims the way we should have. He's obviously turned the ball over in some curious ways. That freaking punt return yeah, in the tough. Patriots game, questionable. I feel, I feel like if you guys would have used him more early and got him more involved early on, Exactly. Maybe you would be seeing these things now that you're trying to are get him involved, but he's making mistakes. We should have let him be making mistakes on that one and five. Yeah, that one and five run. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you're also in a position where you're one and three, one and four, and you're trying to win games, and so you want your best. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta have something out there to get you the win. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, it's, it's 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 difficult. Um, and then the last big piece for me um, because I really I think we're close I really do think the Broncos are close I think we have we have very stud core young dudes and and Pat mm-hmm. um, I I really do think Marvin can be something mm-hmm. um, if I, I'm gonna give Javante the next year um, just because I, I, I look at the Saquon situation and him tearing his ACL and it kind of took him a year to really get back to Saquon mm-hmm. type and Javante has shown flashes of that, but I think it just takes, again, it's just this whole learning process. And then the biggest thing is just a quarterback. I mean, that's just got to be our biggest. That's the question. It's always the question. It's always the question. And 
unless we're willing to take a massive risk and I mean, what do you do? Do you trade away Pastor Tan to go get a, a Caleb Williams or a Drake May? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that you trade a Pat. I just, I, I don't. He's that good, I think. Yeah, but there's. But a he lot doesn't of, win. He's not a quarterback. He's, he's not court- a quarterback. It's so. And no matter how good Pat is, which he is great, don't get me wrong here, but there's a lot of good corners. Yeah. That could probably do most of the same stuff. It's just crazy to. Would you? It's like you a proven young player for this unproven quarterback that may or may not turn your franchise around. But the odds are more likely of a top five, top three, top one quarterback usually changes. See, and that's here's how I look at quarterbacks and what makes me so scared about quarterbacks. And I think a lot of people can kind of agree is like we've had quarterbacks in the past few years that have just turned out to be absolute busts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, so many. Trey Lance. Yeah. Zach Wilson. Like, there are two very, right there, that's two names that are just not going to be anything right now. Yeah, they're yeah not going to be anything. Anyway. Mac Jones was a high, was. Mac was the first rounder. First round. Yeah. We were going to take him at 10, I think. Uh, Carson. Uh. There's a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously we can't think of any at the second, but it's like I just am. I don't know. I mean, Justin's good, but is Justin gonna? Ne- Justin may never win a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, who? Uh, who else got taken? Uh, there's a few. Though. I know it's so sad that we're sitting here like not, but that's the problem that I have with taking a quarterback, like trading away proven talent for this unknown. Yeah. Caleb would be the only one I would feel comfortable with, but it, we're not getting, like, shit balls to trade. What do you got to trade to get the first-round pick? It, they've shown you got to trade a fuck ton, and we I don't mean, have... Dan- Daniel Jones is one. Not good. And, and, they, we, and they paid the guy. Yeah, poor... I'm, God, I'm not the GM of freaking the Giants. Ugh. I don't... The one is impossible. I, I think the one is un, almost unattainable for the Broncos, and just what we have draft capital-wise. Mm-hmm. So it's like, then are we risking everything for Drake May? I mean, you gotta. Or, or do you pause and take a second round Penix, Knicks type of guy? Those dudes are going in the first round, though. If it, if anybody is learning things from this past year, they are in need of backup quarterbacks. So they're, they're gonna, true. quarterback value is going to skyrocket this year. In a class that has pretty good ones, potentially five to six guys could go one. That's crazy. But the that usually always happens. The draft will be fun this year. Oh, it's going to be so fun. And it's in Detroit, too. Yeah, I just... The quarterback is... It's always the same same song and dance with the Broncos because I... Our defensive line looked great this year. Um, obviously, center with uh, Cushenberry. I don't know if we'll re-sign him. Uh, that's an interesting one that I, I just struggle with. He's been serviceable at times. Mm-hmm. Had some injury. Yeah. Uh, Always having depth at a line is needed. Yeah. And there's a kid out of that center out of Oregon that won the Oh yeah, yeah. Jackson Powers. Mm-hmm. He's he's pretty good. He'll probably be a first rounder. Yeah. Maybe sure. early second. So it, it'll be it'll be interesting. Quarterback is just gonna have to turn ultimate I just 
want, I just want one. Just, just give me Caleb. I'm very curious to see life. that you took, uh, you, you kept Russell for a year. That's interesting. Are you ready for another seven and ten year? It, the the keeping Russ situation only happens if we go the second round quarterback yeah. quarterback route, and we gotcha. need like it's the guy. But if they decide they want to go all in, then no, he's gone. <laughs> what? If? <laughs> but I just in my in my eyes, I just with the because we traded all of our ones to freaking Seattle. Yeah, we just don't have a bunch of ones to give away. Yeah. I mean, I guess we. If we just never want to have a one for the next six years, sure. Yeah, but you're betting on a guy if you're but doing he, that. Right. <laughs> the irony of Russ, if your scenario goes and they go with him the next year, the irony of you guys taking a quarterback maybe in the second or third round and then him getting beat out by that rookie before the season starts would just be the ultimate career for Russ, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> like started the same, in the same. And that really could happen. I mean, we can... It's looking that way. It's... Say what you want. I really... I think I think a Penix or a Bow would be very serviceable. Like, have ran NFL-ish offenses. I think Russ could still have a Foles-type-ish run. Oh, for sure. Run. Maybe not with the Broncos. Maybe I mean, he with just went a, on a five... He just went six and one through a seven-game period. Yeah. I mean, maybe give him some different type of weapons. Jameis did a five and zero run with the Saints. Like it's very like yeah, some aging, mobile like whatever dudes could definitely get you on a, a little heater there. And Russ is definitely the type. But I think at this point now, watching like I, I want a, a, a not a midget quarterback. I hate to say it, and I just I I just he's so tiny, and I can I can see it now so clearly of like he can't see certain routes, and he can't like. It's just, I just want, I want a tall, I want Caleb Williams or Drake Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so scratch all of this GM stuff. But also, the quarterback. Serve, like the realistic and how I think the Broncos organization would go. and The Walmart people would tell you to go? And that's the other, is do they just say, here's money, here's money, just go get us, go. They might say give all the ones away. I the Ju- Justin would be the one, the piece I could see them getting rid of to try to go get a QB. Yeah, he's a pretty good piece. That's the one piece I think they could part with because he's also on an expiring contract. Um, twenty twenty five would be his contract year. Like, you got to resign him in twenty twenty five. Well, Chicago is the one team that I would be in talks with because they got two ones. And uh, they and the way Justin played, he's probably staying. He just, I don't know, the dude shows flashes of being, like, special. Well, yeah, he shows a lot of flashes of being special. But they finally got a good defensive piece. Them getting swept, man, that's a very underrated move. Yeah, no, for sure. Very underrated. That defense has looked entirely different since he got there. Well, it's all about, like, you. they have a dude on the defense that's, like, a captain. They have a, a dude that can get everyone organized. A and, game wrecker. Yeah. They gotta have a guy like that. You just need one dude. That's why That's why the Rams defense was so dominant for the years because Aaron Donald literally could be like, okay, I'm gonna take three dudes and you just take everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And he would most likely get through the three dudes. Yeah. That's why he was the best player in the NFL for years. Mm-hmm. Because he was a game wrecker. Hopefully Jalen Carter gets to be that. That's what we're hoping with him. 
Yeah. That's the next guy. Chris Jones type dude. So we, we'll, we'll take – what do you think about the Broncos? Should, I, should we just sell the farm and go get Caleb or Drake? That's, that's my go. And take the 36 or 39 million dead cap? If you want a fan base to center around you, you go get your guy. <laughs> Sean goes and gets his guy. He's never been able to do it. Since Drew, obviously, but yeah. can't be wrong with Drew. But he didn't draft Drew. He didn't draft Drew. So go get it. Go get your guy that you're going to ride off into the sunset with, kind of like Andy did with Pat. Go get your guy. Because he's still got probably a good 10-plus years of coaching left. Oh, for sure. So, and, you've, and he's shown on the sidelines. He's passionate for it. Yeah. He's so, back. He, he, wants, he wants his guy. So you, would you just think he sells it all and goes for Caleb? Just <sighs> says, F it. Because the number one is going to take a Justin Simmons, probably three first rounds. Two. Two first two, rounders. Two first rounders and, and a Simmons. With your, if it's you guys, it's going to be two because it's probably projected high first rounders. Oh, take our 10. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, so take two over the next two, including your 10. Uh, and yeah. And, uh, and like a Simmons. And or, Justin and probably another player. Maybe another. Mims or something. I'd give away maps for Caleb. Or you package Judy and Justin, and it's two ones with those. That's a massive package. Someone's getting. Dudes. I mean, even. Could you imagine adding Justin and Judy to Chicago, and then two ones? And they get to pick up the ten and have a chance to go get. So now you got DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Jerry Judy, Cole Komet. Uh, you got two more ones. You got your pick in the top ten, more than likely, which you could take maybe another offensive weapon, maybe a running back even. Uh, get offensive linemen, get another corner. Chicago's in biz, bro. Or like if you think in another scenario that that happens, but they don't sign and Swift walks away from the Eagles and he goes and signs with the Bears. Yeah, they could go get a stud little running back because there's a few of those they coming out. They could get Kamara. There's a few of those free agents coming out that could be big-time running back. They could get Eckler. Yeah. Derrick Henry for a couple of years. Just let him mow over dudes. But, yeah, go get your quarterback, bro. That's what you need. It'll be interesting. Depending on – if we miss the playoffs, that's more than likely – yeah, that'll you got to reset. And I think Sean has shown – I think the frustration that happened in that um, – not the Patriots game, but the the Lions game where he was flipping out on Russ. Mm-hmm. I think that was the straw for me there. I was like, yeah, he hates Russ. <laughs> He's done. He hates him. He's fed up. <laughs> that's like an overboiling moment. Yeah. Like, okay, we have lost the building. That's kind of like the, the, the Chiefs right now. Like, yeah. everyone's just getting angry. and let's, let's, let's end with this on the NFL. The NFL is hard. Like... Each week is really fucking hard. No matter how bad of a team you are going up against or you think you might be going up against, it could just be their day that day. Not because, you know, they're better than you, but they just are having the ball bounce their way. Maybe a tip pass got tipped up and picked and they took it the other way for points. And There's just so many factors that go on. Uh, Injuries, uh, dudes being sick that week. Maybe they have like a little tweak and they're not the same. They're not running the routes the same. Uh, just certain things. Because even like quarterbacks throwing the ball, like that's inches of like you miss a pass. Yeah, that's not a touchdown. Big one like you like you going with your thing. Quarterbacks with Herbert with his finger. That's that that had to be affecting him all season long with that mm-hmm. thing. 
huge, massive deal. So whenever your teams, what I'm trying to say is whenever our teams are having these losing streaks and they're not playing well and you're not seeing the normal type of superstar play from some of these big-name guys, it happens. Oh, for sure. Tom went through some really bad streaks for some seasons, like interceptions and just not playing well and not on the same page with guys and you know playing with new guys maybe sometimes and that's kind of what Pat's going through with right now. Yeah. Uh, not really new new but you know guys that are just not experienced and what they need you to be used to be in the top dot dog. You need, you need to catch the ball. Yeah. That, that's as simple as that. But just be patient. Be patient with your teams man cuz it's hard. It's hard to win and at the end of the day, we just want to be in the playoffs. Give our teams a chance in the playoffs. And if you lose, you lose. But hey, you, you got a chance, playoffs. dude. Playoffs yeah. are a different, different animal, man. Oh, NFL playoff games are crazy. I, I love it. I just want to be back. And they're almost here, baby. Want to be back so bad. But you're right. Maybe we just need to go get a. Go, go get your guy. Go get a cable. Go get your guy, Sean. Do go, it. go get him, Sean. Um, let's wrap up with favorite Christmas movies. Should we just do a crazy favorite Christmas movie, each of us, and wrap this baby up? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Um, what's yours, Mr. Host? My all-time would be Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. National Great Lampoon, one. Christmas Vacation. So many one-liners that you use throughout the year. So many... <laughs> Shit o'clock! <laughs> <laughs> or just uh, a oh, lot of the, man. like... When you sh- Forget chainsaws off the null pit. Fix the null post. Like, yeah. <laughs> all the time we use that word. Like, just one of the greatest movies, I think, of all time. So, definitely that one. Yes, money. Great, great choice. Uh, so many choices here. Goodness uh-huh. gracious. So many great ones. Uh, Elf, Grinch, all those ones. Uh, one that I've been really watching the past few years is Four Christmases. I fucking oh, love that so movie. Dude. Vince Vaughn and Reese just kill that movie. They do great, awesome great together. Christmas movie. They do uh, awesome. But my favorite, uh, it's not just one movie, but it's a series of movies. Home Alone. Man. Home Alone is probably my classic, most watched. Uh, love those movies. I love Home one liners in that one too. So many. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, you feel the you know all yeah. all the great ones. Uh, I probably sent that meme probably to. 25 different people so it's a good uh, one. just amazing uh, amazing amazing movies I love Christmas time just because of the Christmas movies I do too we get just a, the the lights and everything just feels cozy yeah just a little Christmas time I do too everyone seems a little nicer too I definitely make Macy keep the tree up a little longer just because I'm like it's so cozy and I don't want it to <laughs> she's like to I'm taking it down I'm like alright because I dread put like her putting it up like she like wants to do it immediately after Thanksgiving uh-huh. And then, like, I'm the one that's like, do we have to take it down? <laughs> so it's just funny how that, that works. But uh, we'll wrap this up. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Uh, episode 29. We got a... So I did want to quickly talk about... So we're doing our white versus black teams next <laughs> yeah. episode. Yes, we are. Um, there might need to be some things talked about as far as defensive players go because I am struggling to find some quarterbacks right now, my friend. Some quarterbacks? Yeah, they don't exist. <laughs> they, they don't exist. Also, they really defense, don't. defensive linemen don't really exist much either. you got cross. There's a few. I'm just saying it's not... It, it not depends on two. It depends on, too, if we're all... Like, if we can move some, like... Because there's some that, like, 
are linebackers that I'm like, can I just move them to a, like a defensive end? Like, but here's what we're doing. It doesn't matter. You're getting white dudes. It doesn't matter. Corners we can maybe talk about, but we are going to put the all these guys on two teams and we're going to sim it in Madden. Yeah, no, we're I gonna know. Put, we're going to let I think play. I need to get like, I think I need to be able to take the... The, like Samoan or maybe some mix guys on cornerbacks because it's tough. Like I'm cool with Harrison Smith at safety. Like that's maybe solid. you can have Christian Gonzalez since he's not. Can I have Simmons at safety since he's kind of mixed? No, he's definitely black. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Dude, come on. Yes, he is. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> please help me out in my quest to get bro. It's white versus black. The rules are. I get it, but very help, fine. Help printed. me find a, 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 some white cornerbacks. That's not my job. My oh, job is to build my team, God. and I am going to beat your team. We also need to decide on what the prize is going to be for whoever team wins. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you so much for listening. <laughs> Check us out on all of our socials: Facebook, X, Instagram, X, OnlyFans. Uh, fucking, I don't even know what else they are, but check us out everywhere. We'll be there. Uh, feetfighter.com. <laughs> dude. Quit telling us the side sheet, you know. They make money, dog. What can I say? Check <laughs> it out the pod room with my feet pics. Oh, God. As always, that's the co host, Mr. Cody Davis. I am your host, Caleb Wilcox. We are the Bros Balls Bangers podcast. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Love y'all. Enjoy your weeks. We love you. Peace out, y'all. Fuck a pigeonhole. I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'ma have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard. Just let a nigga know. I would have your court side, not the middle row.